Praise the Lord. Welcome you to our live broadcast today. January 22, 2023. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for today, for the opportunity to be here. Father, we pray that you speak to us today and that your words will remain and abide in us and that we become doers of your word as we have become light to the world, as we allow your Son in us to shine forth while we disappear. All the praise and glory are yours, Lord. Commit all your children who are listening or who are watching, Lord. May your countenance shine upon them, Lord. May you bless them and their homes. And those who repent at the hearing of this message, Lord, as we welcome them into the body of Christ, we give you praise for having delivered us from the clutches of darkness into the kingdom of your dear Son by the sacrifice on the cross. Thank you, dear Father in heaven. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Our instrumental is taken today from Abrakale Brassi. May the Lord continue to bless him and his family. We are continuing with the, our series, the Fat Killers series. You can see the series outline, uh, which is on the board, on the screen. We have covered the first eight, and today should be our conclusion, which is fear can weaken, derail, and kill our faith in God. That's today's topic. Fear can weaken, derail, and kill our faith in God. The outline. Fear can weaken and derail our faith in God. Number two. Fear can kill our faith in God. Number three. Immersion in God's word is the only answer to fear or the antidote to fear. And the song we started with, he leaded me, only God leads us if we allow him. Number one, fear can weaken and derail our faith in God. Scripture, please. I read from Matthew chapter 14, verses 25 to 32. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. Verse 30. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Praise the Lord for his word. What's the setting of this story? 
the Lord Jesus Christ had just finished feeding 5,000 men besides women and children, meaning so many more, with just five loaves of bread and two fishes. Then he asked his disciples to get back into the boat and go across to the other side of the lake. Why himself will send the people home? After sending the people home, he went up to the hills by himself to pray. And he stayed there until nightfall. Meanwhile, his disciples were in trouble and far away, far away from land in the boat. For a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. Now, the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we just read the scripture, frightened the disciples. And despite the Lord's assurance that it was he and not a ghost, Peter doubted. He would only be satisfied if the Lord asked him to walk towards him while still walking on the water. The Lord told him to come. Peter started walking. So Peter did walk on the water, as in the scripture we read. Unfortunately, rather than keeping his focus on the Lord, he focused on the strong winds and the waves. The moment he did that, fear set in, and his faith in the Lord weakened. He allowed his fear to overcome his faith. It was faith in God that had kept him afloat as he walked until the fear came and his faith weakened and derailed him and he could have drowned but for the mercy of God most of us are like Peter we often allow circumstances when things are not going as planned in our lives to often weaken and sometimes derail our faith in God we forget the things God has done for us since the time we repented and came into the seven knowledge. We forget all the things God has done for us. We allow the waves of the world, oftentimes sent by the enemy. And when we lose our trust in God, the fear takes over. Because we stop focusing on the Lord like Peter. Well, when we stop focusing on Jesus, that means we have lost our trust in God. That means our faith has weakened, could derail, could even kill our faith. When that happens, we begin to use our natural mind to control our thoughts and to deploy our own strength to resolve what clearly is beyond human control. We often think that problems coming to us are caused by our things around. But be assured, the, the devil and his cohorts are continuously sending problems along our way. And the only way we can overcome those problems is through our faith in God. Not through any human career, any, anything we do, our creativity, all our trust, trials. No, the world can get on and do fine. But if you're a child of God, if the enemy has set circumstances down your way, you can never solve them. It can be a health issue. It can be a financial issue. It can be any issue at all through your children or through your spouse. If the devil has sent that thing to you, that circumstance, except you have faith in God, you will never come out of it. Because it's, you can use all every ingenuity you have. Creativity is not going to work. You can meet all the doctors in the world, don't get me wrong, people fall sick for, you know, the, but if the enemy has afflicted you, the only solution is through Christ. 
Because once we allow fear to overtake us, we fail to see Christ. We fail to put our trust in God. And our faith gets weakened. The end result is that many of us start sinking like Peter. But unless we shout out, save me, Lord, like Peter, we're in trouble. I hope at the end of this message today, we're all going to ask God to forgive us for all our past fears, for not trusting him. But Peter would again give in to fear. When, the Lord, when he denied the Lord Jesus Christ three times at his trial by the religious Jewish establishment. That's Peter. So if you have been, if you have been, if you have been fearful or you are afraid of something, <laughs> you are not alone. But by this message, we hope we recognize fear and thrust it aside and always shout out, save me, Lord, like Peter. Because if the same Peter who had been with the Lord Jesus Christ for more than three years witnessed all the Lord's miracles, and who said you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 16, allow fear to make him deny Jesus. You and I should not allow our past denials of Christ to be a stumbling block, because we have all messed up one way or the other since we came to know him. In many ways, we have all messed up and continue to mess up. We should learn from Peter. Peter never made excuses. When the Lord rebuked him for his lack of faith, he didn't say, Lord, no, but I have faith. No. He repented and called on God to save him. Many of us, especially in the leadership positions, think we are, we are without, we, we, are, we are right there. We are hearing from God. God tells us what to tell the nation, a country, the world. Lies. You and I have such moments of weakness. We must repent and put our trust always in the Lord. I've said so. Failure to do so could derail our faith and finally kill it. Praise the Lord. We go to the next one. Fear can kill our faith in God. Yes. Remember the other one is weakening, but this one can kill. That means it's permanent. Scripture, please. Numbers chapter 14, verses 6 to 11. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua son of Nun and Caleb son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? Praise the Lord for his word. For context, I will encourage you to read Numbers chapter 13. But let me recap a little what happened. In Numbers chapter 13, verses 17 to 20, Moses had sent 12 men from each tribe, one from each tribe of Israel, to spy out the land that God had promised Israel. He wanted them to see what the land is like, the type of people living there, whether they are strong or weak, the type of wars they have, 
whether they live in open places or their world round, the nature of the soil, whether it's fertile, the type of trees and fruits preparatory to their invasion. So the 12 spies went and came back and reported in Numbers, that same chapter 13, verses 27 to 33. They said, we entered the land, and it's indeed a beautiful land, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as God had promised. But they said the people living there are so powerful. They're giants. We can't, we can't. They were afraid. And they made the people to become afraid too. Those sent were sent by Moses. They were sent there just to investigate so that Moses can prepare the battle plans as God leads him. But they came back and gave a false report because they were not going to win over those people by their strength. It's God who is going to win over them because he has done so. He parted the Red Sea, destroyed the whole Egyptian army. All these people saw it, and yet they came back and gave a false report. That was a false report. Whenever you and I allow fear to overcome us, we're giving a false report. We are denigrating God. We are reducing the power of God. Only two people, Caleb and Joshua, said, no, let us move in. But they refused. So Caleb and Joshua were the only ones who had faith in God. But other ten, they allowed their fear to kill their faith. Not even weaken it. Weaken, direct, and kill it. And they caused the people of God to lose their faith in God. With their false report. Or their faithless. What is false is faithless report. Anything we report in our lives. That's not our God on faith. I'm talking about believers. I'm not talking about unbelievers. If you're a believer and you report things that are wrong, you are faithless. If I do so, I'm faithless. Because they said the land they traveled would devour everybody. But they forgot that God parted the Red Sea using the rod of Moses. And closed it again and drowned the whole Egyptian army. Now, there are giants are there. So giants are greater than God. Ten spies allowed their fear to derail and kill their faith. And they helped to derail and kill the faith of many others. In Israel, who lost faith in God and wanted to go back to Egypt. So when you and I give false testimonies in churches, testimonies that are not anchored on scriptures, we make people to derail. We create fear. How the demons were attacking you and you couldn't resist them and overcame you and you're still alive. Instead of giving God the glory for having saved you and saying, just by the blood of the Lamb. But there's a solution to all this. And we don't have to go through everything else. And number three, immersion in God's word is the only way not to be afraid, not to fear. Scripture, please. Joshua chapter 1, verses 5 to 9. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. 
Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Praise the Lord for his word. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, child of God. God tells you through what instructed Joshua that he'll be with you as he was with Moses, as he was with the apostles. He will never fail you or abandon you. That is God's word to his people, to his children, it's not just to Joshua. Because God knows that if you are afraid, the enemy overcomes. Because fear kills faith. So that's why he came and told Joshua, be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess. You say, but it's Joshua. No, you child of God, you are a leader like Joshua. Be strong and be very courageous, he repeated in verse 7. And he said, be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you, meaning the scriptures as a then God's revealed word to Israel. He told them, do not deviate from them, either to the left or to the right. That's the only way you can succeed. And now we come to the main one, verse 8. Study this book of instruction. That is the instruction Moses had left, which is the scriptures as at that time. Meditate on it day and night. And make sure you obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed. So the reason you and I are always fearful and afraid of our circumstances is because we are not studying the scriptures. We are not studying the scriptures, my brothers and my sisters. If we study the scriptures, we will not be afraid. Study is not one minute, five minutes. It means a daily and continual thing. Even after you are doing something, you are meditating on what you have studied. And once you do it, the enemy can never come in. Fear can never overtake you. But if you stop, then your faith will be weakened by your circumstances. If I say, this is my command, again, verse 9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Are we not discouraged today as we see everything around us in the world? But you should not be. Rather, you, like Joshua, should lead your people to the promised land, which is to heaven. How do you do that, preaching the gospel in season and out of season? Continue to speak to those around you. They will rebuke you. They will reject you. Continue. Be praying for them. That's the only way you can lead the people. You, you, you and I are commanded to lead a group of people. It may be a group of two, maybe a group of ten, maybe a group of hundred, or a thousand, or a million. It doesn't matter. You are not going to say, but I'm, you know, you are Joshua of the generation. Every child of God is a Joshua of his generation or her generation. We fail to study the scriptures because we are lazy. We would rather talk and talk and talk. But we will not study on our own and meditate so that the Holy Spirit can use us and empower us and manifest His power through us to our generation so that God will be glorified. So the challenge for you and I today is that we should be strong and courageous. Meditating on God's word daily. Meditating it hourly. But per second, you may be doing, you, I don't care what job you do. 
whatever job you can see the meeting because you saw the scripture before you left for the work and you're meditating as you are going along and that way the enemy can never bring fear into your life so whatever comes your way you say lord i'm here and if you think you're getting afraid say lord save me just like peter the word of god is the key because the word of god through it we build up our faith and we're not weaken our faith if not our faith can be derailed and when we derail, when our faith is derailed we lose everything and if the faith is killed we begin to absorb every wind of doctrine that's why there are so many today millions who have absorbed every wind of doctrine because they failed to study the scriptures we're going to sing a song we must allow God to lead us just like Peter cried out to the Lord we have to ask God today to lead us to stretch his hand and hold us he needed me oh blessed thought with heavenly comfort fraught whatever I do wherever I be it's God's hand that leads me just as he held Peter and brought him into the boat God leads you and I he leads us By his own hand, he leads us. And his faithful followers, you and I must be, always. And then his hand will continue to lead us to the promised land. Lord, I will clasp my hand in thine. And I will not murmur or be afraid. I'll be content whatever I see on the way because I know it is you my God that's leading me that also should be your prayer today he leaded me he leaded you by his own hand he leads you and as his faithful follower you must continue to be by meditating on his word by being a, an example to your generation for by his hand, he will continue to lead you and I. And when my task on earth is done, and yours is done too, when by his grace, the victory is won, because he's the one leading us. Even as we meet death, if he has not come then, we are not going to run away from him, because we know that he's going to take us across Jordan, which is to the promised land, in this case to the heavenlies to be beside him, to be with him in all eternity. God leads you and I. He leads us with his own hand. He upholds us. He holds us. As long as we are his faithful followers, his hand will continue to lead you and I. Praise the Lord for his word. Father, thank you for today, the opportunity to be in your presence. To hear and speak. May we become obedient to your word, O oh God. May we follow through and never allow fear to poison our faith. Help us, Lord, 
study your word in season and out of season and to meditate on your word day and night like you Joshua did like all the apostles and disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ did forgive us Lord for our failures in the past save us O Lord for those who have allowed and we have all fallen one way or the other from not having faith absolute faith in you O God have mercy deliver all of us Lord strengthen us Lord as we study your word Open our eyes of understanding and help us to walk this walk we have called us to. That we shall be a light to our generation. That we shall lead our people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember the devourer for says, Lord, that wherever they gather against us, they will fall because we are your children and because Christ in us is in us, enabling us, manifesting his power through us so that nothing shall by any means touch our us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, we give you all the praise and honor in this day, in this hour, in this time, Lord. Have your way, O Lord, in our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Next Sunday we start uh, something else. I don't know what it will be, but I'm sure we'll have something by His grace that God will. Please continue to pray for us as we pray for you. Praise the Lord. See you next Sunday.